the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Thank you for joining Simply for Women. It's Jennifer here, and I want to start with a scripture. Song of Songs 4-7 says, You are altogether beautiful, my darling, and there is no flaw in you. Wow, that's a lot to think about, isn't it? There's no flaw in you. God created you perfectly. He formed you beautifully. And that's what we're going to listen to today. Recently, we had a women's event at the church next door, and the message was simply beautiful you. You know, God invites us to take him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with him. I love doing that. And one time I took a piece of time on a hundred acre farm, a hundred acre piece of land. And I said, okay, God, I'm going to set aside some time and I want to just give you this time. And I want to challenge you to do this this fall while it is so beautiful to go out on a hike and you say, God, this is your time. And so I, I got started and when I got started, I thought, okay, I'll kill two birds with one stone. I'm going to get some calories burning and I'm going to spend my time with the Lord. And so I'm walking. And you know, isn't that how it is when you first start out with the Lord? You're a little distracted. You've got things that are on your own agenda and this and that. But I got started and I said, okay, God, I am going to enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. And so I just began to sing and I just began to praise him. And I'm walking and I'm walking and walking up to the top of a hill. And I, I'm looking down and I start to walk down this hill. And there is this old, just a, a real estate yard sign in the ground, a white coroplast sign. And as I'm, I'm walking and I'm praising and I, and I look over and I, oh, and I thought for a second and I, I saw the face of Christ. And I saw a crown of thorns and I saw some blood drips and I just looked at it. And I was like, I kept walking, walking, Lord, what was that? Am I, am I imagining something? Am I, am I seeing an image that, what was that Lord? And then I just, I began to pray and I was like, okay, God, uh, forgive me, Lord. I'm so humbled. I, I saw this and I began to just go through my life and comb through and say, Lord, forgive me of this and, and, and that. And I walked through conversations that I'd had, or I wish I would have done this or that. And I just said, Lord, can you cover me? You're so beautiful. I mean, I, I think I just saw the crown of thorns. And so I began to confess my sin. And here I'm going and I'm, I'm still burning my calories and I'm up the hill and I'm round in the corner and I, I get to the top of the hill and I'm like, oh, it'll probably be gone. I was just seeing things and I get down, I, I head back down and I look over and now it's like a charcoal. I'm like, oh, Lord, 
it's like a charcoal of the face and, and of the crown and of the blood drips. And so I, I kept walking and I'm like, Lord, I, I see your face. And I, I began to just pray and I poured out my heart, just all, all my family members, one by one by name and all, all places where my heart was broken, places where I was aching, disappointments and dreams and sorrows. And I just shared it all with him. And I'm still walking and going and another quarter of a mile and I come back up on the hill and I get up to the hill and I'm like, okay, now I know it'll be gone. I know it won't still be there. And I, I come back down and this time it's almost like pen and ink. And so I just, I flop down on my knees in the grass under this big, huge oak tree. And I just said, Lord, I just want to, I want to just. I just want to bow. I just want to humbly tell you, I love you. Lord, none of, even everything we've already talked about today, God, none of that matters if you don't know that I really love you. I love you so much, Lord. What is this? Is this a vision you're showing me? Oh, I just want to gaze. I just want to stay here. I just want to sit here. I just want to be here. I want to be with you. You are so beautiful. You're everything. And I, I sat there for what felt like a really, really long time. And then when I got up, I thought, one more lap. I was a little weak-kneed. One more lap. But, I, you know, I was kind of like that child at a mother's breast. I was kind of like someone under his feathers. I, I just snuggled up with the Lord, and I had peace. And I had quiet. And I just walked to lap again. And this time I didn't say a word. I was just still enjoying the beauty, the beauty of the Lord of Jesus. And I came back up to the top of the hill and I'm heading back down again. And I thought, well, this time it probably will be gone. But you know what? I come down there and I had to really look at that sign. And it was just a white core plast with some mud splashed on it. I was like, Lord, it's gone. I was a little sad. But then I was like, you know, like when you've had a long coffee, with a really good friend and you go and you get away in your car and you're like, until next time, until next time. And so I went away and I was like, Lord, until next time, you're so sweet. You're so beautiful. And that's what we're going to do tonight. That's what we're doing while we sing. I want you to inquire of the Lord. I want you to gaze upon the Lord. I want you to do that and spend some time with the Lord. I love the verse in Luke 8:45 because it's a big crowd. And you know, kind of like tonight, Jesus he just said, "Who touched me?" And he knew. And he's saying that to some of you here, someone who touched me. He knows. He knows where you're at. He knows what's on the inside. He knows everything, and he just wants you to reach out and touch the Lord. And he'll know. He knows your heart. And then our beautiful friends. What about our beautiful friends? You know, Jesus gives us a command. His command says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. You know, Tammy was talking about her mama, her mama, her mama. So I was thinking, my mama said, she would say, Jenny, pretty is as pretty does. <laughs> right? If you know that in your heart that you are beautiful because the Lord says you are beautiful, then as you do toward your friends, it will be beautiful. 
to love one another. You know, sometimes I think the people in our life, we are quite grouchy. We are quite snippy and snappity and hot flashy with those in our life. (laughs) And we want to love our friends. Jesus commanded us to love our friends. I was with a friend, a really good friend, and it was dark and we were on the freeway and we were tooling down probably way too fast in the fast lane, just chatting up a storm. And all, I mean, it was windy and dark and past our bedtime and all of that. <laughs> and we're, we're driving, we were out of town and she looked over at me. I mean, this is a busy freeway. And she looked over at me and she said, the car won't go. And I said, press on the gas. And she goes, the car won't go. And I said, get over. And she's like, I'm, I'm getting over. So we get over a lane and she's like, the car won't go. And I'm like, press on the gas, get over. So press on the gas, get over. The car won't go. You know, and we are doing this three times till we finally, boom, landed miraculously on the gravel berm on the side of a freeway, cars flying past us. And she looks over at me and she goes, we just ran out of gas. I said, we just ran out of gas. I've never run out of gas in my life before. She goes, I've never run out of gas in my life before. And I said, okay, we're not going to panic. And I looked up in front of me and there was a semi truck and the guy was fixing the tire. And I said, don't open the door. Don't move. Stay right here. And I'll be right back. And in my bejeweled flip-flops, I made my way. 150 feet to this truck driver. He's got his tire iron out. He's changing a tire. And I said, I said, Oh Lord, please, please Lord help us. We probably shouldn't even be out here. What are we doing? And I'm, you know, always pray, always pray. If you're in a crunch and you're in a crisis, I don't care what you're doing. You pray. So anyway, I prayed and I get up to the guy and I said, we ran out of gas. Is there any way you have any gas? And he looked at me and he goes, I'm a diesel truck driver. I said, okay, just checking. Um, but sometimes the wonderful men in our life, their second thought after they give it a minute and he says, okay, hold on just a minute. And he sets down all his tools and he gets up and he goes to the cab and he comes back with one little red gallon of gas. And he said, you can have it. And I said, oh, thank you so much. 150 feet back. Do, do, do. And then I don't know if you know, but there's like this funky little thing you've got to try to hold and then hold open the hole. Anyway, it was quite complicated, but we got the one gallon of gas in. I told my friend, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. So I got the gallon in. I go back do, 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 and I give him that with some money. He was now happy. I was very happy. And I walk back the 150 feet. Uh, it may have been further. It felt like a lot windy, dark. I'm like, Lord, I know you're with us. Help us, Lord. And so we get back. Now we have a problem. How are we going to get back on the freeway? They're just zipping. So, okay, God, we need an opening. And almost amazingly, the traffic, you know, stopped. We got on. Within a few minutes, we were at the gas station and we had gas. Praise God. (laughs) Why do I tell you that? Because... We were gracious to each other in those moments. She was gracious to me. I was gracious to her. I could have easily, I could have easily said to her, how did, why, why are we here and you didn't get gas? And she could have easily said to me, why didn't you look and see that I didn't get gas? But I want us to love our friends. I want us to look at the people around us because if 
Jesus lets you know how beautiful you are, how beautiful you are to the Lord, and you spend time with the Lord, but then you don't go anywhere with it, and you don't do anything with it. You're just going to self-implode. We're just going to self-implode. We're going to live for me, 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 me. No. He wants you to share it with others. And the first place that you have to start doing that is with your circle, with the girls at work. We have to be kind. We have to be gracious. We have to show them love. We have to be long-suffering. We have to stop being argumentative. We need to really dig in and show them the beauty of the Lord. You know, it, it, one chapter down in First Peter, he says that we are to love one another and it covers a multitude of sins. And that's my challenge for you tonight. It's easy to be annoyed, but for us to love deeply, for us to love more. So I, I, I brought you with some homework. And this is your showers of power. Do you love it? Oh, I'm so excited. I get excited about the little things. So anyway, but this is your homework because it gives you scriptures on loving yourself, on loving Jesus, and on loving your friends. And I want you to do that every day this week and take that word of God and tuck it, tuck it deep, deep within your heart. It'll change your life forever. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.